everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. I'm so glad you guys are back. It is, are you waiting for it, the middle, almost to the end of April. I'm a little freaking out because it feels like spring is passing really quickly. We are still out here in Chattanooga having a great time. And just uh, like I've been telling you guys all uh, season long, we've just been reveling in the blessings of the Lord out here. I'm coming off the heels of Fearless in Chattanooga. And even that is a special story in and of itself. And looking forward to next week, heading to Massachusetts for Mass Hope. So uh, I'm going to link back to that at the show notes today. If you are in the area um, near Boston, Massachusetts, that is an event that you will not want to miss. Mass Hope is probably one of the best homeschool conferences in the nation. Wait a second. I always say that. (laughs) A moment of silence for me always saying that. Mm-hmm. All right. So you know that I love uh, homeschooling families, and we've been talking a little bit about homeschooling held hostage. And I am just going to skip right to my topic today uh, because I have a guest in the studio. So I'm pretty excited. Actually, you know how I used to podcast from my closet? Well, now I'm podcasting from an upstairs bedroom in Rochelle Stafford's house. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rochelle and her family have been hosting our family up here in uh, Chattanooga. And I am thrilled because. I'm gonna, I'll give you a little bit of an intro into how I met Rochelle, and then I'm going to introduce her to you. But I was speaking in Los Angeles for great homeschool conventions last year, and uh, we had, I think it was a, uh, an opening event, and there were some crying babies. If I recall, there were some crying babies, and uh, so Jay had a little bit of an opportunity to meet Rochelle and her friend Tracy. Turns out they were in Los Angeles for great homeschool conventions, but they don't live there, which was fascinating information for me. So I'm like, what are y'all doing out here? Ooh, I said, y'all, I'm excited. <laughs> okay, I'm proud of myself. I'm I'm getting the hang of it. Uh, anyway, we've, we uh, came to uh, realize that they were from Chattanooga and through a series of just um, amazing answers to prayer, a day and I ended up here. So it's just really cool how the Lord works. But I have uh, invited Rochelle to come on the program with me today because uh, I met her at a homeschool convention, and she actually has a pretty neat story about what God did in her heart through a couple of different conventions that are not related to each other, and they're not even held in the same neck of the woods. And people ask me frequently, why should I even attend a homeschool convention? In fact, it's funny. I hear from homeschool moms all the time who have never been because they feel like they don't need it or they know all that stuff or they think it's going to be hyper legalistic or everybody that's there is going to be all in jumpers, which I confess was a fear of mine. And it actually was my reality 15 years ago. (laughs) So those are some pretty normal fears to have. Uh, But I think Rochelle has a really refreshing perspective on uh, homeschool conferences and why um, I am such a proponent of them. And I think that you should be too, even if you're not homeschooling, if you're thinking about homeschooling, or if you want to get just a little bit of encouragement in your uh, journey as a mother, a homeschool conference is a great place to do that. So I want you guys to welcome Rochelle Stafford to the podcast with me today. Hey, Rochelle. Hey, Heidi. You're doing <laughs> it, girl. You're here. Yeah. I am. Uh, I want to just give everybody a little bit of history of you, kind of who you are and how many kids you have. So you have four kids and they are all teenagers. Yeah. Girl, mm. how are you doing? Yeah. It's a rough season, I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. You know, everyone takes their own showers, they take their own baths, and they yep. make their own messes. Yep, they do. And they don't necessarily do it in the order in which you would like them to do it. Exactly. Yeah, because when they're little kids, you can be like, all right, everybody needs to be in bed by 7.30. How's that working for you? It's not working. They come alive <laughs> like electricity flows through their bodies starting at 10 p.m. That's right. And like my electricity just went out. I'm like right. completely black brain. <laughs> 
And they're laying on my bed and I'm thinking I go away. would like you. Yes. To yeah. Go, go, go away. Like, is, that's like so opposite that of what wrong? we want. I don't think so. I if you're really so. tired, it depends on your tired quotient. Yeah. If you're really tired, I think it's yeah. biblical. It is I, biblical. Yes. Right. It's it's a it's a better alternative to murder. I mean, truly. If you're telling mm-hmm. your kids you need to go out now, like you actually mean it. Yes. Because when we were in our twenties, we didn't think we were gonna get to this place in our life. Like cause we sort of woke up at ten o'clock. Like you can be a night person, mm-hmm. whatever. But then your kids sort of suck the life out of you all day long. And then mm-hmm. you get to the end of your day and you just want it to be quiet. Yes. 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 Yeah, and they come in. I was telling Jay, uh, I'm sure your kids do this to you too, but our kids, especially our two oldest girls who are um, both gone now out of the house, uh, they would come in at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night and they would ask the most important questions. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you know, one time Savannah came in. I mean, really, Rochelle, it's late and I don't even want to look at Savannah. And Jay, I don't know if your husband can do this, but Jay just like – checks out and goes yeah. to sleep. I, I really admire how <laughs> they can say, I'm going to sleep. And then they just do. It's I, over. It's done. They're gone. <laughs> what is up with that? I I mean, is it guilt that keeps us talking to our kids like that? I think I think you're right. They ask those questions and we have that. <gasps> yeah. I got an answer. Yeah. This yeah. is like some teachable moment. Right. That I, like the outcome of their life will depend right. on what the we're going to say next. of their life yes. can be determined right now. But your husband's like, night, night. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so then you sit up talking to your kids while your husband sleeps. Yeah, well, yeah, we've done that a few times. Depending on how tired I am, yeah. though. You know, my, if, if I haven't gotten those questions and it's just total ransacking silliness, <laughs> then I say, take the party to the other room. <laughs> That's right, and close the door behind you. Yes. Yes. Well, Savannah came in one night and she, I mean, late, and she was like, Mom, how did you know that Dad was the one? And I was <laughs> oh, like, no. yeah, I didn't. Good night. <laughs> I still just, wonder. Yeah, I'm still wondering. Some of, the, <laughs> some of the stuff you just sort of have to find out on your own, all right? So nighty night. So I'm glad. This encourages me. I always feel encouraged by talking to other moms that have teenage kids because we have a lot of listeners at the podcast, and uh, and we're not trying to discourage anybody, right? Because right. <laughs> we're not trying to scare anybody, but it actually gets harder, I think, as they get older because little kids wreck your house yes. and big kids wreck your mind. Yes. Right? It goes from labor-intensive <laughs> To mentally intensive. Right? Yes. It's true. But at the same time, I think there's that we must be just made for it because there's a grace over it. Because mm. I look back on the years that I had little kids, just little ones at home. And I can remember going to the grocery store. I'm sure you had this too. And people would look at you mm. funny because you have all these little kids. There's somebody hanging on you, someone walking next to the grocery cart, mm-hmm. somebody sitting in it. Somebody right? in, on your hip. Someone on your hip. And people are looking at you like you have six heads, right? Yes. And I used to think like, what? Like, I, you know, I got this. And just a couple of weeks ago, I caught myself doing that. I saw a mom come in the grocery store and she had like four or five kids with her. And I was like, oh man, <laughs> it's going to be a long trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because there's not any grace for it anymore in my life. Like I am, I'm over that season. And so I'm literally looking back and just going, okay, I know there was grace. I just have to remember what that felt like, you know? Yeah. So I think there's grace for moms who have teenagers at their home. And you Absolutely. do. You've got like four. So you're in the thick of it, right? Your kids are ages 13 to 19. Right. So have you graduated anybody from homeschool yet? Yes. Uh, woo, our woo, oldest graduated. Party for you. Yeah. Party for Michelle right here in the house. That's exciting. <laughs> it, it really is exciting to see yeah. that end result and to see some fruit. It's yeah. really a beautiful thing. Yeah. Well, because it's terrifying, really. When you, yeah. when you consider 
the implications of the fact that we take responsibility for our kids' education, Mm -hmm. then sort of the end result, moms feel like it's really up to them. Yeah. So when your kids graduate, you're like, thank you for playing. We have a lovely parting gift for you. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I would do such an awful job homeschooling because it was Mm -hmm. my husband's idea that (laughs) I would fail and the yellow bus would come down the street, take all my kids. Yes. And give me a vacation. (laughs) No, not me. Them. I thought it would rescue me somehow. Rescue you. Yeah. But here we are. We have. All Turns the way out through. his grace is sufficient. Oh, so sufficient yeah. for every season. I love it. So mm-hmm. tell me about uh, your first homeschool. Have you always gone to homeschool conferences? Absolutely not. Okay, so why not? Because this is what I hear all the time. I really want to know why. Why are you not coming to homeschool conferences or why weren't you? Well, because I always went to curriculum fairs. Mm-hmm. And so I really thought, why go to a bigger curriculum fair? Right. But, and there's a big difference. Oh, n- a night and day. Yeah. A homeschooling conference is where parents come together and they're mm-hmm. encouraged in the deepest, most sensitive, most strategic places in their lives. Mm. And it is really actually life-changing. Yeah. I know that sounds dramatic. Yeah. But it but really it kind is. Of is dramatic. It is. No, it is dramatic, which is why yeah. it should sound dramatic. Because really yeah. homeschooling, it's a big deal. Taking it on is a yeah. big deal. Mothering, parenting, trying to stay married in the culture today is a mm-hmm. big deal. And homeschool conferences aren't really just talking about homeschooling. They're talking about all the things that rely, re, um, that you can identify with as a mom who happens to be homeschooling. Absolutely. So your first experience at, I think I met you probably in, uh, in Nashville, was it Nashville? I teach diligently. So. I think so. Yeah. So that'd have been a few years ago. So tell us about what that conference is like for you. It was amazing. Um, so we set some goals up for that year. And I told my husband, as a matter of fact, just to kind of get out of town alone together, let's go to a homeschooling conference. Oh, a moment of silence for getting out of town alone together. Ooh. Oh, I feel better. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so at some point in time, we were with a few other families. And one of the moms mentioned that she was going to the homeschool conference in Nashville. And to get out of the process of taking me, I think. (laughs) Ralph was like, oh, curriculum fairs even kind of made him a little bit nervous. He said, why don't you go with these two great gals? Go, go. Go, go, go. And uh, he even offered to pay an extra night in the hotel so we could stay. It was awesome. You can't turn that down. No, we couldn't. You cannot. It was just a a short time away. So um, I didn't take the time to go online and look at through all the speakers. And so when we got in the car, you know what it feels like in late spring. Mm-hmm. You're realizing all of the things that you didn't accomplish that were your goals in the beginning of the year. Right. Yeah. yeah. Failure. Yeah. Failure. Failure. And that guilt sort of settles over you like a cold, wet blanket. And you're wondering yes. why you even homeschooled in the first place. And Yes. Yeah. And are my children ever going to know, you know, get through life because right. I am such a failure. It, it's all yeah. about me. Yep. It's all on my shoulders. Yep. And as we got in the car to go, I remember thinking, it's going to be so hard to hear the right method and the way that things are supposed to be done, Mm -hmm. because I'm going to feel worse than I already do. I don't know how much lower I can get. (laughs) And just, I knew these two, two girls that were coming with me, but not really well. And I just, in a moment of transparency said, I feel really awful. Mm. And I feel like I failed. Could we just spend, we had a two hour drive, a little bit of time praying. Mm. Were these prayer, were these like praying kind of girls? Be honest. 
you know, we had never prayed together before yeah. and they were both a little bit um, intimidated yeah. and it's not something somebody says who's driving. As soon as <laughs> right, you're right. Now you're going to pray out now loud. Gonna, yeah. you Let's guys do it are, for an hour. You guys are stuck in the car with me. Guess what we're going to do for a game? <laughs> yeah. You start. You start. <laughs> and I said, seriously though, I just, and as I began to explain why I wanted to pray and how mm-hmm. I felt, they started saying the same thing. Yeah. So one by one, we just started praying and we prayed mm-hmm. for our husbands. We prayed for our children. And then we took turns praying for each other's husbands and children. And about an hour, hour and a half later, we started feeling that condemnation over us just sort of disintegrating. Yep. So we had this plan. I was going to drop them off in front of the Opryland Gaylord. They were going to run in and get us a seat for the first first speaker. And then we were going to take a break and go out to lunch because here we were without our kids. Right. So why not? Absolutely. Girls just want to have fun, right? Homeschool moms just want to have a break from their kids. Exactly. (laughs) And between the three of us, I think we had like 12 kids represented between the three of us. So we were pretty tired moms. Yep. And so I dropped them off. I parked. I ran in and got a seat and we never left. We went from speaker to speaker. We started realizing about four o'clock in the afternoon, we haven't eaten, like not even (laughs) breakfast. I had a granola bar in my uh, bag with me. We split it three ways. And we never left. Uh, there was a keynote speaker that night. And we realized by the time, because we'd stayed for the last yep. speaker, that it was just going to be an hour later. So let's just sit and go through our notes and talk and figure out what we're going to do for tomorrow. Right. We got. We didn't even check into the hotel until after midnight. And this is kind of a big deal because you're at the Opryland. That's a nice, the Gaylord is nice. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. The it's plaza. It's like a little getaway right inside of there, waterfalls and the whole exactly. thing. You mm-hmm. don't want to be in the basement. No. All day in conference rooms, but no, we did. We really because did. It's awesome. It was because wonderful. it really is life changing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we just we stuck together. We separated a little bit the next day, but we really kept coming back with the same theme. I feel so encouraged. Mm. This isn't all about me. Mm-hmm. Sally Clarkston just told me that she couldn't figure out why her kids were like this, but this is what God did with them, and in the end, and they're doing yep. this for a career. And <laughs> like maybe God wired our kids to just be who they are. Yeah. Yeah. And we felt like God was doing something amazing. Yeah. And we got to watch it. Yeah. And we got to be part of what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And that was the amazing thing mm-hmm. to boast in him that it wasn't yeah. about our report card about how well we did. Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, homeschooling is a sanctifying process, right? Mm-hmm. So it's so much and I think moms need to hear this. It's every bit as much about the parents as it is about the kids. I think we often think, oh, it's just education, it's reading, writing, and arithmetic. It's so much more than that. Mm-hmm. And God is doing something and making us more like himself and he's helping us see that these kids really belong to him mm-hmm. and they are on loan to us, which to me is still it's a hard thing to wrap your head around as a mother because we take such ownership in our kids and I think um listening to somebody say, "Listen, I thought that I didn't have it all together, but it turns out God's strength really is made perfect in weakness." And all those areas of my life that were weak, God came in and he filled in those he filled in those blank spaces and he answered my prayers along the way. And what you got to do in Nashville that year was listen to parents who kind of been there and done that and are kind of coming out on the other side of it and basically bearing witness to God's redeeming power in their lives and in the Mm -hmm. lives of their kids. And they're turning around and strengthening 
the um, those who are coming behind yeah. them. Which is a biblical principle. This is so much fun. We're out of time for this particular episode, but would you come back again? And I want to finish this discussion because you have another story that I really like our listeners to hear about another homeschool conference that I think is going to be really encouraging. Would you come back again? Absolutely. All right. That would be awesome. So uh, stay tuned, you guys. We're going to have Rochelle back on here in the next two days. And in the meantime, if you haven't had a chance to, go and check out HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing because we are almost to the end of the month and uh, we're getting ready to start the next month's scripture writing. So now's a great time to jump in and uh, join us. We'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.